Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. I absolutely 100% unequivocally love our children, but I am ready. I am eager and I am willing to go back to work. Oh, huh. What? Getting under your crawl a little bit, are they? No. A little irritating? I'm not crawling. I'm walking. Hmm. It's funny. What? Now you know how I feel every other day that's you're, normal. You're at work. Really? Yes. No. No, no, no. Don't play the woe is me card, I'm Mrs. Not. Martyr. But when life is normal, who spends 24-7 with them? Not you. You're at work. Okay, well, when they go to school, yeah. But then who picks them up? Who takes them to basketball? Who takes them home? Who cooks? Who cleans? And then you come home at nine and they're in bed. I like the old way better. No kidding. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation. I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa. Hello, everyone. So, all right, this show, we actually wanted to record last week. And yeah, we, and then I went back to work and life happened. And Yeah, but we've struggled with this message. And we've struggled with this purpose and... I absolutely probably as guilty as anybody. I go off the deep end. Like I see something I don't agree with. I I definitely say my opinion. It's been a long two months. And most people are like, oh, I need a vacation. I need the time off. And we were very productive. We were productive. The first two weeks. Were. Four letter were. Word. Were. But then you get into the... I have nothing to do today, so why do I bother waking up at 7 o'clock in the morning? Mm-mm. Which, by the way, is sleeping in, technically. Should be, yes. And then it just continues to progress from there, and then the weather doesn't cooperate. And then this Sunday, we had a very good message. Yes, we watched Church from Home, as you do. And the message very, very simply... Which, by the way, sidebar. There's and, no sidebar. No. When my parents came, yes, we're not actually following significant social distancing. My parents came over for Mother's Day dinner. You can't say that on the radio. We can get fined a thousand dollars. Oh, my mom and dad came over for dinner on Sunday. Virtually. Yep. And Google Meet. Stuff. And I 
actually we scraped showered. I showered. I straightened my hair. Wait, I wait, put wait. some makeup on. Okay, well, I shower most days, but I actually yeah, did my hair out. this time. It was the fact that you're like, and I actually showered. No. I did my hair, put some makeup on, looked like a human being. I even put a dress on. It's Mother's Day. Why not? Yeah. It looked like a woman. My dad looks at me and he goes, do you go to church or something today? And I looked at him and I go, excuse me, what? And he goes, well, you're kind of all dressed up. I go, well, it's Mother's Day. And he goes, yeah, but did you go to church? And I just kind of looked at him with this sidebar. And then he looks at me and he goes, no, you didn't. Because nobody can go to church. Then I saw you. <laughs> I'm running around the house getting all this stuff done for our Skype meeting. Yep. Skype. Skype. And... Then I had to go put nicer clothes on, too. Yeah. He looked at me and he goes, why are you in a dress? It's Mother's Day. Why am I not in a dress? <laughs> Anyways, that at least was a little bit of humor for the weekend. But message. The message was this. You know, when we were growing up, if you started using bad words, somebody like curse words, and you're around older people, mm-hmm. I remember hearing this, this saying... And you kissed your mom with that mouth. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to go into it because we're not your pastor. We're not any of that. But the message was easy. It was basically you say all these things about people you don't agree with. And maybe it's an opposing political party. And then yet you bless your Lord with that mouth. Right. And the issue is I don't agree with what we're doing here in Michigan. I don't at all. I think the government's role isn't to tell us who can open. It's say, here's the rules and regulations on how you can open. If you can open based on these things, great. Correct. That's me. Sneeze guards. We're selling them by the handfuls. But, and I've thought about about it a lot, and like I said, this is something we struggled with. It was, that doesn't mean the people we have in power should be gone. If you like Trump, cool. And you hate Whitmer, fine. It doesn't mean she has to be gone. It means maybe what we should be doing is praying, saying, hey. Give her the guidance to make this right. Or give me the insight to understand why you are. she is taking your guidance. And I don't see it. Because you can't be that provincial to go, Lord, I know she's wrong, and I need you to help her. <laughs> <laughs> well. We've all done that. I have done. I'm sitting at home with three beautiful, monstrous children. Let me tell you, yesterday I got home from work. I don't even think you'd started cooking yet, which I don't expect you to have dinner on the table when I get home from work. This is not that kind of The movie Mr. Ma means a whole lot more now. But I got home from work and I walk in and I had had a rough day at work yesterday. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to talk to you about that. And of course, you've got two out of three mouths because our oldest, he's 12, he could care he knew, less. Yes. But um, the other two are like, and they sit down and you had said nicely go away i need to talk to mom she's had a rough day she's had a rough day i need to talk to mom and you're prepping dinner and then our youngest comes flying in and he is a spaz Mm -hmm. walks around going like a dinosaur all day i see this spoon i'm gonna start throwing the dvd of jurassic park at him I see this spoon go flying across the kitchen, and he did make it into the sink. And this, I did, yes. Will you go away? And they both look at him and like, you guys, you should probably get out of the kitchen. Yeah, your right daughter now. scooched 
her high well not high chair but stool her her bar stool back because it was at the counter like incredibly slowly and carefully <laughs> gets down pushes it back in which she never does it was like that cartoon thing where you see them go yes as slow as they can like like a panther <laughs> stalking their prey but anyways I digress in reverse. so everyone's a little testy we do have a show for you today we do have some things about the economy what's going on because it's been two weeks because life just kind of hit a wall and i think we have to be careful with where we're at we're seeing this right now with the stimulus people we, we've talked about this on the show there are a lot of people that are making more on unemployment than they will going back to work and that's negatively affected your business yes absolutely but i have a cool movie clip it's one of my favorite movies and i know it's early but i think we should take a quick break we'll come back we'll start with that it's got you know what maybe you can guess who like what movie this is it's got morgan freeman and jim carrey okay a matchup that you probably i i you know when i say those two names together you think pretty what? sure you just gave away the movie because i don't think they've been in anything else together probably not but there's a lot of people who don't know it true right so we'll reveal the movie play the clip and move on with what we've been talking about when we come back let's take a quick break Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. Uh, before we dig into said movie clip, join us on Twitter, at Fireproof Show that we probably haven't tweeted on for a month. But we're, we get more followers. But maybe soon I'll do my Bill Clinton impersonation. No, please don't. You don't think so? Don't. We're going to get a vote from Mitch. During the break, I, I, I did it for... During the break, he was being very uncooperative. But um, <laughs> we'd like to thank our sponsors, of which are still operating a smidge. Yes. The airport, because we hear the planes fly over our house. Not that we're going anywhere, but we can hear them. I'm pretty sure it's no longer Muskegon International. Probably just Muskegon. We'll get you to Chicago. You're <laughs> on your own from there. <laughs> airport. Right. And then uh, Global Auto Works. Mm -hmm. They've actually been great during this. They're not open, but open, but no, no, no. They are time one hundred percent open. Call them. You need work done on your call car. Call them. They'll help you. Actually, yes. Call them. Don't just show up. Right. Because the doors are locked, but they'll come take care of you. Like any other business, don't just show up. Unless people it's just a show up to my store. business all the time. Yeah, but you guys like don't like them. So anyway, what do you mean <laughs> we don't like them? I am happy. Honey, we all know you don't like people. It's fine. Well, then I shouldn't be in retail. But I no, am. Anyways, yes. back right. to our movie trivia. Jim Carrey, Morgan Freeman. Bruce Almighty. Yes. All right. My favorite scene of this movie is towards the end when Bruce has been God and Morgan Freeman, who is... Found out it's not all it's cracked up to be. Right. You can't just do whatever you want to do. It's a you know it's a great message for where we are at right now. Mm -hmm. We should there is something innate in us that working is good. It's a sense of purpose. 
you know, our, we, we told you the story yesterday. You said the story about yesterday, cooking dinner, our youngest being just a turd and being a dinosaur for one too many times. Every day of shutdown. <laughs> he got a work tour. So instead of doing timeouts, we do work tours. He got a work tour, and a work tour is pointless. We sent him outside. He had to a pick up leaves and put into a bucket. That really we didn't need picked up, but we just made pointless. him do it anyway. After the first ten minutes of fighting it, after that you could see his physical demeanor change, couldn't you? Well, can I just describe this? You told him to go outside and pick up leaves. He went outside in a t-shirt, no pants, and no shoes. We got him pants and shoes. Correct. I opened the door and said, dude, shoes, pants, it's cold. Comes in, gets those. Can't get the pants buttoned because they're too small, but he refuses to put other ones on. Anyways, 10 minutes of this shenanigans, and then he's just standing out there crying. Mm-hmm. We're like, dude, just go. We start talking, and all of a sudden, he's dancing around, picking up leaves and laughing. Like a fairy, <laughs> yes. Needless to say, he did what he was told to do. But you know what? And, and that's not like a, hey, look at what a great... No, we've done tons of... I was going to say, look at what a great parenting we are. No, we've done tons of stupid things as parents. No, he's four. That but, is an example of a four-year-old. But our point to this was, I really believe there is something innate in us as humans that working provides a sense of accomplishment. There's something in us that wants and needs and yearns. Correct. So let's jump into the movie real quick. Again, towards the end, here you've got Morgan Freeman uh, mopping the floor. Bruce Almighty. <laughs> Not as easy as it looks, is it, son? This God business. They're all out of control. It's mayhem. I, I don't know what to do. Well, you're right on time. Seven o'clock. Seventh at seven. He's handing him a mop now. And you can't see it, but his initial, you know, Jim Carrey's initial reaction was kind of like, seriously, dude, I'm up. Right. And now you can see them starting to have fun, like we were talking about with our four-year-old. They're going back and forth in sequencing turns. She might get from the melody. All righty then. There we are. It's good. It's good. A wonderful thing. No matter how filthy something gets, you can always clean it right up. You think that's just a metaphor for floors? No. Not at all. There were so many. I just gave them all what they wanted. Yeah. But since when does anyone... Hold on. I gotta rewind. That, what he's about to say next, by far, it's a two-hour movie probably. Okay, hour and 41 minutes. Mm -hmm. Nine seconds. This is my favorite part. Yeah. But since when does anyone have a clue about what they want? So do I do? Parting your soup is not a miracle, Bruce. It's a magic trick. A single mom who's working two jobs and still finds time to take her kid to soccer practice, that's a miracle. A teenager who says no to drugs and yes to an education. That's a miracle. People want me to do everything for them. What they don't realize is they have the power. You want to see a miracle, son? Be the miracle. 
what a great message though that again there's something innate in us there's something that changes in you when you work when you when you accomplish something when and I don't mean accomplish something like whoa hey what was me look at how great I am no just this washing a car going to work making a hamburger whatever it may be cutting up trees for firewood sure any of that. And so I think one of the first things that comes to my mind is the thank you to, you know, I was listening to a, a radio commercial the other day and it was for the brewery that's here locally. Um, Not Foster's. That's like Australian. What, what What's the local one? Um, Wow. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, sorry, Pigeon Creek. No. New Holland. No. The big one in Grand Rapids. Founders. There it is. <laughs> Sorry, we have so many breweries around here. I don't know what you're talking about. Go to about. downtown Muskegon. Here's where you get pizza, founders, or pizza, brewery, pizza, brewery. Anyway, um, and they said, and part of their, and I'm not picking on them, and I don't think they did anything wrong, but part of their message in their commercial was isolating and th- saying thank you to the first responders, to the medical professionals, and they said to the people who really need it. You know, if you got in the medical field, you knew you were putting yourself probably in some degree... Correct. You're exposing yourself to things that wouldn't otherwise be exposed to. In harm's way, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the people who are still working at the at the grocery stores, the ship shoppers who are going out, and I get it, you get paid for these things, and it's an, and it's an economy, and it's a supply and demand. But you're doing something that I don't want to do. Right. Not that I can't do. Correct. I can go to the store. I have a mask. Right. Like, our dog, his ear got almost bit off by our other dog when he was a puppy. I tried to super glue it. Apparently, that was a stupid thing to do, according to the vet. Because you don't like going to the vet. <laughs> but the vet did something I couldn't do. Not that I didn't want to do. <laughs> couldn't do. But no, and I do give credit to our ship choppers because we have probably three regular ladies that deliver to us. Mm-hmm. And they are just, how do you want me to do this? Right. I can drop it on your front step. I can put it inside your front door. I can come in. And it's like, no, I'm not going to do that to you. Mm -hmm. Because you already just went to the store for me. So front step or I'll leave the front door open because I don't care. The dog's locked up. You can set it on the inside or if you're even not comfortable with that, put it on my front step. I don't care. So I think it's amazing. I think it's cool. Again, I I, I know it's a business, but for these people doing the things that we don't want to do. Correct. We can do for ourselves. Because if every ship shopper said, nope, I'm out, we can still go to the store. Correct. Well, you can. I don't have a mask, so you can. Okay. You wouldn't go to the store anyway. So let's just throw that one out there. I think they would kick me out because I'd probably get so distracted because I haven't been there for so long. No, you'd get so distracted because you'd be counting these four people have a mask. This one person doesn't. These two people have a mask. This one person doesn't. What's the percentage of people with masks versus not masks? (laughs) You know, that's not even funny. Yes, my mind just does that. But I would get fascinated by no mask touched one two three do people with masks touch more things because they have a overconfidence bias whereas people without masks touch fewer things because they think they're more susceptible and who's giving more space Ooh, that would be really cool to i kind of want to go you're going down the rabbit hole just continue well that was the message we want to bring today we want to get into the economy what do we see um and because we took an early break, I think it still makes sense. I, I want to take our last break because we take two breaks in the show. Let's take our last break now. When we come back, we're going to talk about, if you haven't heard about it, about the barber in, uh, I think it's southeast Michigan, not quite southeast. Okay. Like Flint area. 
So yeah, right, Ish. basically around the epicenter. Who said, "Nah, I, I'm opening up. Close mm-hmm. me if you want." I, you know what? I respond to one person. That's Jesus. If he's gonna bring me down, he'll bring me down. I think that's a cool story and something I'm surprised about that a local judge, I guess it would be a local judge, um, didn't close him down. Right. And we'll tell you why. And is now, should we be confident in the economy? Is everything okay? Why or why not? We'll go over both those when we come back. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts. Hello. It's always a pleasure to be with you. It always goes by too fast. So before the break, we talked about a barber. I I hope, I really hope you've heard about this barber um, reopening his own business, saying, I can't continue to be shut down. I've exhausted my credit cards, my savings. Uh, I thought he was in Flint. He's in Owasso, which isn't too far from there, I don't think. He's 77 years old, and he's been cutting hair for 60... Right, which, not that you all need reminding, but most people his age are retired, and this isn't... I mean, other than having to stay home, this isn't affecting your livelihood. The headline here is, Michigan judge declines to sign order shutting down Barber for defying state's coronavirus lockdown. Now, you may hear that and go, he's spreading the, the virus. Wait a minute. Is there anyone going to that barbershop who's like, whoa, 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 what's this virus thing everyone's talking about? Correct. People are going to his business. They are knowingly going <clears throat> to his business. And by the looks of this clip that you're going to show, they're taking the necessary precautions. No one fell in there and like, seriously, guys, is this a whole group of uh, virus carriers? Because I didn't even know what was going on. Right. It's called free will. Correct. We let people on motorcycles drive, drive around without a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. All right. Let's play the clip. For a Michigan barbershop All right, owner. Hold on. Let's, start, let's try it again. I, I turned it down. Let's try it one more time. Support is growing for a Michigan barbershop owner defying the state's order to shut down his business. We are asked to bring that to you by the... This is a police officer. I'm guessing state police officer. Oh uh, yeah, kind of looks like it by the uniform, but neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. It's a police officer. He's wearing a mask, and the barber's wearing a mask with glasses, which I understand is very <laughs> uncomfortable from you. Yes, you can't see anything <laughs> if you wear your glasses because they fog up. Attorney General. Okay, so I'm just delivering it to you. And- yeah, that's fine. Listen, you guys, you, you're doing your job. You know I'm doing what I think I have to do. Right. Wait, let's hold on. Let's play that, that last part one more time. This is how, and I'm not saying that we've done this. I'm not saying that we, oh, this is what we do all the time. No, we've done dumb things too. This is how we learn from people who have been on this earth a little bit longer than we have. Correct. Right, by a little bit, I mean like a lot of it. Right. You know, some humility and patience 
Which is odd, describing the guy who's breaking the law being patient. Right. Let's play it real quick. Right at the end. Listen, you guys, you, you're doing your job. You know I'm doing what I think I have to do. He didn't swear at the police officer. Right. He didn't yell at the police officer and say, this is my constitutional right and you're wrong and you're a jerk. No. He just said, you're doing what you got to do. I feel like I'm doing what I've got to do. I'll mm-hmm. take care of this, basically. I mean, I know the clip didn't go on further than that, but... I mean, it could, but... Correct. Yeah, it just... I love that response from him. And it goes back to what we said, that there's a... There's something fundamental in us that happens. But here's also the deal. I have been back at work now for a week. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow will be a week. I'm aware. (laughs) I find this so funny. But I... People are so respectful... We have masks. We legally have to have them. My guys can't go into houses without masks. Mm -hmm. I will get people who will walk up to the door without one on, turn around, go back to their truck, and start to put one on. And I'm going to tell you, I don't wear mine all day because you can't talk on a phone with a mask on your face. So I'll walk out of my office without one on. I will see a person coming in, and I'll turn around, and they'll be like, oh, I mean, if you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Or somebody comes in and they are legitimately terrified. I will just go put my mask on. I don't have a problem with that. I've had people say, can I please give you my credit card? I want to drive up. Can you bring out whatever it is that I need? I don't want to come inside. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. People aren't dumb. Some people are dumb. Okay, yes. Okay, 10% (laughs) of the population is dumb. But I have seen more respectful people coming into my business than I've seen at Meijer. I think what we're saying is, you know what, let me go to sports. Since we probably won't have them this fall anyway. If you're a Michigan, I'm a Michigan fan. If you're a Michigan fan, what is your likelihood of going, you know, the fans that I find probably the most pleasant to be with? Ohio State. No. But yet at the end of the day, do you detest an Ohio State fan? Honestly. No. If I were in Ohio right now, I would be just as respectful of those people about their wishes, mask wearing, not mask wearing. Then I like That has nothing to do with my sports-related finesse. We have a game during the game. I don't like you during the weeks leading up to it. I don't like you. I don't want to hear from you. And don't tell me what school has won more games in the last decade. I'm already well aware. Thank you. But you're still a person. And being a decent human being is more... You're still... It's more sewn into your being than going, I don't care about you. I'm going to go cough on you. You're still an American. Right. We're close. We're neighbors. Besides, you got Toledo. We got the UP. We won that battle. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Anyway. My point is, at the end of the day, we are starting to fight so much about, are you Republican? Are you Democrat? I talk politics with clients, and in my line of work, they say that's the biggest no-no. And here's what I have found. Most of us... Take away the outliers, the 10% on either side. Most of us are really similar. I, you and I, we lean, or we are, I shouldn't say lean, you know, that's the politically correct way of saying it. No, we are Republican, and I don't think the government should supply health care for all. I don't think it should give a guaranteed minimum amount of income to everybody. But it doesn't mean that I don't think everyone who wants it, who wants to earn it, should have health care, should have a living wage. We just have different opinions on how to get to it. If you get rid of that, you find out most of us think the same things. 
Right. We have the same values and the same end course, the same end where we think we should end up. Right. We just have different beliefs on how we get there. It's like when we go and visit my aunt and uncle in Minnesota, you think we should go through downtown Chicago. I think we should go around Chicago. No, I, I think we should follow the GPS. Shortest route is through downtown Chicago, which always has constructions, which always is backed up. No, whereas the if GPS you go all the way around, figures in. Today's GPS <laughs> figures in traffic. I'm that is a prime example, and right you there. know it. <laughs> right there, yes, we just saw it. Point is, I loved something we heard a week ago, and that is be for whoever we have. What look to the end result? The end result when you say. If you hate Trump, you go, I want Trump out and I want so you know Biden in. Or if you hate Whitmer, you you love Trump and hate Whitmer, you're like, I want Whitmer out and I want so-and-so in. What is it you want to accomplish? You want it to be these things you think should be happening. So what we should be asking is, Lord... How do I support this person to make this happen? Yeah, how, how, yeah, how do I support them so what you want? Because I don't know. I'm right. not that foreseeing for that to happen. And B... Maybe what I want to happen isn't what should be happening. On that note, that's all the time we have for today. We will actually talk about how this is affecting the economy next time, though. It was our plan. But till next week, we are your hosts. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances with Michael and Vanessa Markey. Want to listen to past shows or get in touch with Michael or Vanessa? Head over to twitter.com slash fireproofshow or go to fireproofradio.net. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.